Hello and welcome. My name is Paweł Piwos and you are listening to Last Week in IT, the weekly podcast. Together with my fantastic co-hosts, Jakub Siwiecki and Jan Mazurek, we'll give you our perspectives on recent news, events, announcements and many more. And we do it in our own style. Join us and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome in our next episode. Last time we had a chance to um, talk about skills, skills that can help us um, probably not only in IT industry, but in generally. And um, uh, and I like to refer today to, to, to Jan, to you, because uh, when we were talking about this, this topic um, offline, you mentioned that you read some article uh, that was predicting uh, some, I don't know, I don't remember the number, like 10, 15 uh, skills. Um, and can you just tell us more about that? Yeah, hello. So when I was researching the topic about the business analysis trends, I was preparing for some kind of conference. I came across an interesting article called 15 soft skills for the BAs for the years 2020-2025. And I don't uh, now have the article with me, and you know I tried to try to find it um, before the recording of our podcast, just for to share with you. But I remember that I listed out those skills, and actually those fifteen skills, kind of some of them surprised me, kind of some of them seemed very obvious. But I would read out those skills for you, and I would like to have a discussion about them because. Would like to get your perception and your opinion whether you agree that those skills are still uh, applicable and whether they are still uh, relevant and if not why not so those skills uh, that were mentioned in that article those were negotiations leadership moderation skills delegation self-management self-confidence empathy ethics persuasiveness adaptability trustworthiness trustworthiness, or that's a difficult word to say in English, presentation skills, control, communication skills, and uh, critical thinking. And that's kind of like some of those those skills for me were a no-brainer, definitely, you know, communication skills or uh, self-management skills, for sure, I agree. But uh, stuff like uh, delegation or control among the soft skills, that was quite interesting. And I would like to get your opinion on what you think about that. Well, that's a quite interesting list. And um, honestly, it is hard to position them just for the BA, right? Because uh, I believe most of them will be applicable for everyone in the industry and not only industry. You know, there, there are also different levels, right? Because uh, leadership, well, maybe, but not necessarily when you start your career. Right, it's quite interesting list, and yeah, that's that's my first thought here. Uh, ethics that surprised me completely. Like ex- extremely interesting, and uh, I would like to to hear from authors of this this list. Uh, but I have some assumptions that you might be the author, and you just like saying 
that it's uh, it's some kind of article. <laughs> That's the reason why you cannot find it. Um, but let's just ignore it. But we can we can maybe write somewhere to uh, to maybe discuss in some episode. Uh, can business be ethical, or maybe is it possible to be ethical in business uh, and still be successful? Maybe we can just discuss this as well. Uh, so ethics, I would not assume that such. Uh, skill will appear in such a list. Um, but uh, I like the critical thinking. Um, we discussed this already um, in previous um, previous uh, episode. episode. Yes, indeed. Critical thinking, I think like critical thinking, analytical thinking, this is something that will like explode in future. Uh, because when I think about, for instance, chat GPT, skills like before chat GPT, I would say that in future uh, skills of communication, this is like something that everyone needs to have and uh, everyone needs to practice uh, since childhood. But after seeing how ChatGPT can transform your uh, your your email to to change the tone of uh, of the whole uh, message, I believe that um, maybe that's not so much important. Still, it's important, but probably we'll have tools that can extremely help us to uh, to change, to transform, and people they will learn based on that. After like seeing how ChatGPT change or some other tool change uh, their message, they will be able to uh, to to learn that. Okay, in the future, I will tell this person this way. So, um, but. This is however, that, however, mm-hmm. again, critical thinking, right? So we discussed that already when we disc- when we talked about the uh, risks of using ChatGPT. I think it was the episode two uh, when we when we covered that topic. That we shouldn't be always accepting everything as it comes, especially right now, in when you have information coming in from every single source, right? We need to have some kind of filters. We need to have a way to analyze the information that we receive. That's true. And, uh, you know, uh, I wanted to disagree with you, Kuba, uh, until you mentioned this learning process. Because uh, because in this case, yes, you can use it as your kind of tutor uh, to help you be better in this area. Because, uh, you know, that ChatGPT or other tools like this will help us with emails, right? with offline remote work let's call this way right but if you need to talk to someone you are not able to use chat gpt and then there will be like a hmm what's going on this guy is so nice in the emails but so you know offended offending in real life right but this is something that i that i've been you know telling on the trainings about the communication that watching a training about communication is like watching a youtube tutorial about riding a bicycle yes you can learn something from the professionals yes you can see how to do that but the best way to ride the bicycle in an efficient way is just to get on it and yes you will fail several times you might have some bruises but in the end you will get the right balance you will learn how to write correctly right so that's why again practice 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 but i would like to ask one thing uh, of both of you because on the list over there there is self-confidence and my question Mm. to you is why do you think this might be important because as a person who struggles with self-confidence this is something that you know surprised me when I was reading that list. I'm struggling with this as well, um, and uh, also that it's quite interesting. And 
for me, this was surprising as well that this is there, right? Because um, we can ask even how the self-confidence is understood by other authors. Uh, so, yes, you can tell us, right? As Kuba asked. As an author. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, you know, this... Uh, because self-confidence is a quite sneaky topic, I would say, Right. Because from one side, we can say we should be self-confident. We should not only believe in what we do, what we say, what we think, but be also able to defend this position, right? And there is... is it still self-confidence? Sorry. I just like, you know, using arguments and explaining your reasoning. Is it self-confidence? Maybe not. In, if you ask me now, may, probably not, but they are connected, right? Without self-confidence, uh, this self-confidence, you will be not able to arg- do this argument, right? There is something that I came across several years ago, uh, something called the triple C principle, where uh, on an IT project, the triple C principle is identified as clarity, consistency, confidence. However, from my own experience on the projects, I saw the triple C as confusion, confusion, confusion. So no, <laughs> we don't go that way. But the idea is, and I and, and the authors yeah. of that article, they, they stated chaos that. Chaos as well. Yeah, chaos as well, could be. As a business analyst, when you present a solution, when you present something to the audience, then you need to believe in yourself because if you will not believe in yourself, why would the audience believe in what you have to say to them? You need right? to sell it, why... right? Yeah, but at the same time, I think there is a very thin line between self-confidence and arrogance. And it's all about yeah. being able to adapt because different audience would perceive you differently. And I think it's important to be able to adapt to one or the other. That's why maybe I think I'm, this is sneaky, right? Maybe I'm... Uh, I, I lost some some of the skills that you mentioned, but like persuasiveness, uh, per, ah, persuasiveness, was it on on the list? Yes, it was. Yes. So, like, isn't it like this kind of like skill? Like, when you just like present something and you persuade the, the audience, so maybe you can do it without uh, self confidence. You just you have a, a great skill to persuade the audience, and you sell. Uh, metaphorically saying, of course, uh, some some product, some idea, or anything. I don't know. I believe that when I hear someone and I feel this person is confident, what he is saying, right? What he is trying to sell me during the talk, during the presentation, probably it will be easier for me to buy this, right? It's not about the uh, you know buy my product, buy my product, buy my product, please buy my product. Okay, and what it's about cold like calls? A... Like when when you receive a call and someone is calling and uh, we have this kind of I don't know offer insurance and stuff. They are extremely confident. They, they have this. They have this. Uh, there is this approach for telemarketers: <laughs> smile yeah. before you dial, right? That you know that uh, supposedly, according to some research. When you smile, you sound more optimistic and you have a nicer sounding tone. So you might have a bigger chance to influence the... the... So we need to change something in our recordings. (laughs) From now, I will be smiling. (laughs) So the question to our audience, let me know whether you will be able to spot any difference in my voice, whether I'm smiling or whether I'm not smiling. Tell me when, when you started. (laughs) <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is a generally hard topic, right? And uh, honestly, my dad 
told me once that I will be not able to sell a bottle of water on the on the you know desert, desert right? However, I am able to confidently say things about the IT topics to others and have their buying, right? So those are different negotiation skills are also there, right? So, you know, those telemarketers who want to sell me anything, whatever they have to sell, right? They are self-confident. They they have some negotiation skills. They are persuasive, but I'm not their target. I think also the more knowledge you have about the topic, the easier it is for you to explain and to have a conversation about a certain topic, right? So that's also, mm. uh, I guess, um, useful. However, one thing that from from me sticks out on the list also, which is very important, is this uh, self-management. And I'm specifically saying self-management because I saw so many trainings in the past about time management. Like You cannot manage time. Time will pass either way, right? It's only how you can manage yourself within the given time that you have for yourself. And with so many distractions, you know, I remember when I was at the university preparing, studying for an exam, I thought, oh, I will just check my email, right? And then I found myself two, two and a half hours later watching videos about pandas, right? I was thinking, how pandas. did I get there? Why not cats? Yeah, because he was learning Cats, cats was Python. in the first hour. And okay. this is like Python library pandas, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Inside joke. Okay. Um, but then, what is the difference between uh, well, well, you read this article, so that's yep. a question to you. What is the difference yep. between control and self-management? Okay, so uh, when it comes to again, because this is from the business analyst point of view, right? So when you discuss requirements, when you discuss the scope of the project, you need to be in the control to know whether you are on track with with the requirements. You need to have this. Uh, you know, traceability uh, of requirements. So you need to be on top of everything. This is some so kind of awareness then of what is happening. Kind of, yeah, for the for the project. That's how the control was described in that article. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to this self-management, it was about you managing your time in a day so that uh, you can plan, estimate, and execute the activities uh, according to a certain plan. Uh, In other words, control yourself and control everything around, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of. But in general, I think that, uh, like I mentioned, you cannot manage time. And and that's why I like that in the article it was written that it was self-management and not time management. Yeah, that's. uh, I think we will do some episode about time with different uh, aspects of time in IT, I hope at least. We're going to do it in different times as well. Uh, yeah, Unable. in different time. Yes, and uh, guys, you, you know, uh, sorry, just one one comment on leadership. There is as well on the list leadership. Uh, yeah. And when I think about this, maybe we can as well discuss about this because uh, in the future, maybe not today. Because when I think about leadership, um, the the old trend, even the current trend of being leader, I think in the future it it will. I see some necessity to to completely redefine it. How does leadership Mm. need to look or be applied to the new generation? Uh, What is leadership at all? Why? Well, 
new issues will come. Like, uh, for instance, uh, climate change is affecting extremely new generations. And uh, they they have a different system of belief comparing to, for instance, boomers. Or system of values as well. So, uh, and, like, everything will affect and is affecting the economy, people motivation, and so on and so on. So when I think about leadership, like being a person who can, metaphorically saying, of course, lead, then I think that there is some kind of like uh, refinement uh, on the way. Um, still, I don't know exactly how, uh, but uh, maybe we can discuss this. For sure, I I'll be happy to. You know, and there is another element here because uh, Yashu, you mentioned this article that told us about skills for the five years, right? From yeah. 2020 to 2025. Now we are in 2023 and, you know, a lot of things happened during this time, right? Starting with the technological uh, improvements of our world, hopefully improvements, right? So OpenAI, uh, ChatGPT, generally machine learning and artificial intelligence. Clouds, uh, clouds, uh, services. Uh, exactly. So th- those things are more and more mature, but also from the completely different perspective. So pandemic came, right? And pandemic just, you know, we can even say destroyed our like established approach to things, right? So is this still valid? In your opinion, I have to say some of them yes, some of them no, and this is again why I think critical thinking is so important. Right, that and adaptability, something that Jakub mentioned in the previous episode about the ability to learn. Right, things will change and will change faster than they did in the in the past. So we need to be able to adapt to those new circumstances, and that's why again it's important to investigate, learn, invest in yourself. There is a very good book by uh, James Altucher called The Rich Employee where Mm -hmm. in the book he describes that knowledge is the currency of the 21st century. So Mm -hmm. I encourage each and every one of uh, you and also everyone who's listening to us to don't waste the time and don't waste the effort on upskilling and learning new stuff because that will become beneficial. Okay, but uh, did he publish this book before uh, (laughs) OpenAI? Yes, he did. Bastard. (laughs) <laughs> so, so might be already no, no longer valid <laughs> so you can you, you can ask the chat gpt what is the currency well, of the 21st he, he century publish a new edition like <laughs> a second edition after chat gpt came but you know the the thing with chat gpt is that the model the data uh, which are in the model of chat gpt are not recent right there are also some kind of uh, old Right, so and, and you know what is f- funny when I think about this? Uh, that um, ChatGPT is completely learned in, in boundaries of our knowledge. So yes. like like this is this like everything that is coming from, from prompts uh, is coming from what we already created. Uh, so yes. there is nothing like no new stuff is coming from there, right? It is artificial, but is it an intelligence? And with this positive accent, I think this is a great time to uh, to finish our episode. 
I don't know what exactly we're going to discuss in our next episode. We'll see. We'll surprise you. <laughs> Probably we surprise ourselves. We are, are three creative people, so we'll definitely yes. find something. Or we'll just ask ChatGPT. Sorry, I just uh, shared it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, or some old books. Old books, yes. Uh, before. Uh, before <laughs> it came. Okay, so thank you very much and uh, bye-bye. Yes, thank thank you. everyone. Bye. Have fun. Bye. That's it for today. This was last week in IT. Thank you for listening and please join us for the next episode. Follow us on social media, subscribe and comment. If you agree, disagree or just want to say hello, we are waiting for you. Stay tuned, stay IT.